no, I agree with you. A lot of men don't have that space to be vulnerable, but now it's starting to get better. It's starting to get better now that we're having more conversation and more people are being open-minded to us, you know, and being vulnerable. Who, 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 who drank my goddamn apple juice? Oh. Who drank my goddamn coffee? Hey, you're now listening to Coffee and Apple Juice, the podcast. I usually listen to it when I'm on my way to work. Real, raw, and uncut conversations with Aisha Hadia. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Apple Juice, the podcast. I am your host, Aisha Hadia, and this week I have the host of the Liquor Talk podcast with me. So you go by Victor, right? Yes. All right, so go ahead and tell us a little bit about your podcast. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me on. You know what I'm saying? I do appreciate you helping me kick off 2022 by coming on Look at Talk. But it's a podcast where we talk about everything going on in the Black community, um, talk about everything going on in the Black culture, like with dating and relationships, and, and things Black people need to hear, conversations you need to hear while pouring up some liquor. And that's what we do um, on a weekly basis. All right. So what's your look uh, preference? Are you a brown drinker or a white drinker? Lately, it's been brown. Um, sometimes I have my moods where I switch to white, but lately it's just been brown. It's been the um, it's been the rums. It's been the whiskeys. That's that's basically what I've been on lately. So I'm a white drinker. Uh, when I want to keep it cute, I drink white. For some reason, brown get me out of my element, so I can't really do the brown like that. Like I drink. Like, if I'm trying to turn up, turn up, like, I'm trying to have a time that I ain't going to remember tomorrow, I'm on brown. But if I'm just trying to, like, sip and be cute, I'm on white. Um, I got you. But, yes, I really did enjoy being on your podcast. So thank you so much for having me. And I appreciate you making time for me on mine. Um, I wanted to sit down with a Black man and have this conversation because I feel as though it's just a conversation that needed to be had, right? So... I am a huge supporter of our black women. And I told myself last year um, that I didn't want to come on my platform anymore and to continue to describe men as not being shit, right? So I try my hardest, regardless of the conversation, I try my hardest not to say men ain't shit, okay? Um, So in the process of me, you know, just holding myself accountable and just trying to correct some wrongs, I wanted to sit down with a black man um, to find out how you guys feel about being vulnerable. And if you, and if black men are in a space where they can be vulnerable, Um, I feel like, I don't know, it's just like for as long as I can remember, we, black men have never been allowed to really be emotional. We're, We're just expecting them to be these tough guys and, you know, we tell our sons when they fall, oh, get up. You're going to be okay. Stop crying. Don't cry about it. You're going to be all right. But it's like, I feel like in today's society now, the the men in our lives need that space where they can just be emotional if they need to be and be vulnerable if they need to be. Um, so I'm glad that you was able to join me today because I want to hear from a Black man's perspective on how they feel about vulnerability and do they really feel like they have the space to be vulnerable um when it comes to their their family their um their spouse you know their girlfriends or even their boyfriends or whatever you know like i just want to know 
how do you feel about vulnerability and do you really feel like you um, have a safe space where you can be vulnerable to the people around you? Um, I would say now it's getting better. It's like, it used to not be that way because you had spaces, but they were like hard to find. But now it's getting better where people are starting to have an open mind about men being vulnerable because it used to be men get ridiculed and men get bashed for being vulnerable and having the um the platform and the spaces to be vulnerable. And I still feel like still feel like today some people are closed minded because people because I will say this there are some men out there that will take their space and just be bashing women. Kind of how you said you had to get out of that space of um saying men ain't shit. There's some men out there on podcasts who need to get out of saying women ain't shit. So because it does ruin it for the ones that want to be vulnerable. So I will say it's getting better, but I feel like it's, it can still get a lot better because there's still like closed-minded people on social media who think it's the end of the world if a man has an opinion. So yeah, I would say it's getting better. Now, do you personally have the space to be vulnerable? Like if you're just having a bad day and you just need to let it out. Do you do you have that space to do so? Uh, yeah, mom. I got a sibling I can hit up that will check on me every once in a while to make sure I'm okay. So I have siblings, and I have I have some fellow men. I have some fellow people that I can hit up if I need to. You know what I'm saying? But me being in a new city right now, some more would be nice because like I'm in a different place. So, but I will say I will say shout out to the podcast community because. If it sounds like I'm having a bad day or somebody in there, they'll DM me or they'll tweet me and be like, hey, everything going to be all right. They'll check up on me. So I will say shout out to the podcast community for that. Okay. All right. So it, I think it's good that you have that tribe that you can, you know, just kind of reach out to. Um, so let me ask you this, right? I posted a question on all my social medias on Black men and how they feel when they hear comments like black women don't have black men to depend on and how um the black woman's biggest enemy is the black men how black women don't have black men as an ally things of that nature how do comments like that make you feel as a black man it makes me feel a little little ang little enraged because i'm like no, I, I feel like y'all need to be corrected because some of y'all, it's like the ones y'all want to be there for y'all, that's, I feel like we're all picking that matter. It's like the ones we want to be there for us, the black men that we want to step up for us, they're not really stepping up for y'all. But the ones you're probably ignoring and not um not giving the time of day to, the ones that'll give you the world, but they're not coming in the form or fashion you wanted in, them the ones y'all ignoring and because because you're not getting that attention from the ones you probably want. That's probably why a lot of Black women are saying that. Instead of, um, you know what I'm saying, giving the attention to the Black men who do want to step up and who do want to give them the time of day. So, now I will say we all have our idiots and stuff, but I will say don't don't let the media fool you. Don't let it all fool you. It's, it's brothers out here stepping up for their Black women and stuff. And I've seen on social media, Black women and Black men loving each other out loud. So, yeah. Don't let don't let it fool you. It's out there, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? People to, people want you to focus on the negative, but there is some positive out there. Right. So um I had one guy comment on that and he said he doesn't think too much of it because 
those comments just show that a lot of black women haven't been in healthy relationships with black men. And I, I agree 100%. You know, I feel like a lot of black women and black men don't even know what a healthy relationship uh, feels like. We've never experienced a healthy relationship. And this is starting back from just being in relationships with our parents. You know, I've never been in a healthy relationship with my father because I never had a relationship with my father, which is probably why I ended up in some of the bad relationships that I ended up in. Um, so I do feel like a lot of us don't have healthy relationships with men or with women. And that's why we think some of the things that we do, you know, um, I seen a comment the other day, like I be seeing comments about like uh, co-parenting, right? And how um like automatically people uh people feel like because a man and a woman aren't together that it's just supposed to be beef and turmoil between the two of them when it comes to co-parenting their child like it's like it's almost like a healthy co-parenting relationship is not normal um to people nowadays because they're so used to the co-parenting relationship just being so full of negativity and just, I don't know, like the parents just bashing each other. They're so used to that, 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 that they don't even know what a healthy co-parenting relationship is. Um, so, you know, yeah, I definitely, you know, was just trying to fish for different opinions and views on that particular comment that I'm, or that particular question that I made. You know, I ask, I just, I reach out to my men on social media a lot more than I do my women only because I get a greater response from the men. And I want to say about 75% of the men, you know, they said like, they, they feel some type of way that black women feel that way about them. You know, like as far as not being able to depend on them, not feeling like they're getting the protection that they need from them and things of that nature. A lot of black women say that they feel like the men, the black man, is their biggest competition, their biggest enemy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, me personally, because I've never been in a healthy relationship with a Black man before, it's almost as if I can relate to a lot of the comments that the women make as far as like not feeling like I can depend on Black men. But I will also say that I have had some Black men come to my rescue. So I can't 100% put all my eggs in a basket as far as being a black woman and not feeling like I could depend on a black man but at the same time I've been on the other side of the spectrum as well where I can say that I can depend on some black men I can't I think it really just depends on our relationship with men in general and if we've ever experienced healthy relationships with men to make us feel the way that we feel when it comes to comments like that yeah, I definitely agree with you, and, and and I agree with you as well. Like like you, I've never been in a healthy relationship as well. But and it's just, and I've ran into a whole bunch of idiots. And over the years, I've learned to decipher, not make make all women punish punish all women because I ran into a few stupid idiots who didn't right. have who didn't see what they had in front of them. So I've learned that over the years. So I definitely agree with you on not having that healthy relationship. You know, but it still doesn't change the way. I um I feel about black women because I would say getting this podcast and that really changed my mind and also having going with the relationships I have with my sister and my mother um because I'll admit 
um, me and my mother, we didn't have the best relationship, but it got better over the years. So I would say those things have definitely changed my mind. And also just seeing the, um, going back to your co-parenting part, I've seen a lot of toxic um, co-parenting situations, but guess what? Over the years, I've started to see the good ones. It's just, it's just the good ones just know how to be quiet about it. You don't hear about the bad yeah. ones because they all on social media about it. They all talking about my baby dad this, my baby dad that. But I'm like, it goes back to if he ain't shit, then what does that make you for sleeping with him and having a baby with him? Mm, I can argue that comment, but yeah, I definitely understand. Um, a lot of the good co-parenting relationships don't get a lot of the spotlight or don't get enough of the spotlight like some of the negative co-parenting relationships do. So I can see why a lot of them aren't really being put on a pedestal. Um, but let me ask you this. You're single, correct? Yeah. So what are some of the struggles that you have when it comes to dating or, yeah, when it comes to dating and in relationships, what are some struggles that you face? Um, I would say the struggles is just meeting people to communicate with. It's like, one week we communicate great, then next week it's just after we go on a couple of dates, it just goes nowhere. And it's like, and sometimes you run into people that they just, they look for the smaller, you can tell they've been single for a while because they look for the most minuscule things and then they'll just cut somebody off. And also, another thing I would say I ran into personally is like, just not running into the quality women that, um, that I feel like that will push me to be my, my best or put, bring the best out of me because I look at the women I've done podcasts with, I've recorded with, compared to the women I'm meeting on dating apps or online or whatever. I'm just like, this is, I feel like I'm selling when I'm on a dating app. And it's like, so I've just said, for right now, I've just gone to most, I've gone like zero dark 30 on that. I've just said to hell with it for right now. And just going to focus on some other things. And if somebody comes along that I feel like that can get it out of me, then we'll make it happen. Yeah, I like the show so far and looking forward to listening to more episodes from Coffee and Apple Juice, the podcast. Buy me a coffee. Click the link in my description to buy me a coffee. Basically, what you're doing is making a small donation to my platform so that I can keep my show going. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. Now, let's get back to the show. That coffee. Okay. Um, I think some of the struggles that I've been coming in contact with is... um communication i'm a communicator i'm a podcaster i talk i have no problem with expressing myself and how i feel and if things are bothering me i have no problem with expressing it right but i find that a lot of men aren't big on communicating and expressing their feelings expressing their thoughts expressing how things make them feel and things of that nature um now, before I just assume that that's a man thing, I think I want to ask, when it comes to communicating, is that is that a man thing? Like, is that something that a lot of men have issues with? Or could that just be something that the specific men that I'm reaching out to are having issues with? Uh, it's probably, probably sometimes the type of men you reach out to, and it's probably, it's probably because some of those men aren't used to, it goes back to the point you made earlier, they're not used to um, having that that platform to be vulnerable or having somebody that's like, there, I'm here to be vulnerable. But it's like, they probably never had it, so they don't know what to do because they're so used to the toxic relationships. So it's like, you just might have to find somebody that's willing to communicate. I know that's, that's hard to find, but they're out there. What are some things that you feel like 
me as a black woman and other black women can do to create a space safe enough for you as well as other black men to be more vulnerable and feel more comfortable with expressing your feelings um i would say you gotta just be open to the communication also just listen to understand where he's coming from not listen to um have that, you gotta have that listening to um listen to where he's coming from this his point of view and to understand where he's coming from instead of just listening to something that you can hold on to and throw in his face later and you can attack him with because that's what a lot of people have done over the years. You'll say one thing and they just ready to attack, they're ready to attack instead of having a healthy conversation. And healthy conversations is not arguing all the time, you know, like there's healthy ways to argue, there's healthy ways to disagree. It's like because podcasts have shown you that because it's like I've had people on, we've had disagreements, but we ain't we ain't throwing low blows at each other. And the right. ones that did throw low blows, you're just like, okay, you don't record with them. But if I would, main thing is I would just say is just communicate, just establish the fact that you're there. You're not like all the other people. And also you just got to, got to empathize with them. You got to show them that everything's going to be all right. Just got to encourage them. You got to say, encourage them. You got to hit them with the words of affirmation to be like, and establish that, hey, I'm right here with you. We got this. You know what I'm saying? And then still that confidence in them as well. Okay. I like that. I like that. So ladies, if y'all are listening, um, 2022, we want to try to help these men become better communicators. We want to try to help them. Um, or we just want to let them know that we, they, with us, there's a safe space for them to come and be vulnerable and express their feelings and emotions and not get ridiculed and criticized for that. Um, so I thank you so much for that. I know this conversation wasn't really long, but I, I want to kind of, I want to have this conversation with multiple black men just to get different views, points of views from, um, of it. Um, but I thank you so much for just taking the time out to sit, sit, sit down with me today. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm working on me so that I can be a better person for everybody around me, whether it be my children, my family members the men in my life things of that nature and um I feel like what way to start than to try to you know figure out what we can do as what I can do as a black woman to help other black men um so that there is no more turmoil and drama and competition amongst black men and black women um, so Victor, I want to thank you so, so much for taking the time out to sit down with me. We've been trying to get this conversation recorded for a while now. And I've, like I've expressed to you before, um, my creative juices have just not been flowing like I've been wanting them to. And that's probably just due to a lot of the things that I've had going on in my life as of lately. Um, but thank you so much for being able to take the time out to be a part of my, po- my po- uh, podcast, as well as being on my platform. Um, before I let you go, you want to go ahead and shout out your podcast again so that some of my listeners can become your listeners. All right. All right, everybody, go ahead and go ahead and tap in with me. Um, it's Look and Talk Podcast on all platforms, whether that podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio. If you want to follow me on social media, it's Twitter, Twitter, Instagram. Um, Twitter is Ruby Jones, and the Instagram is Look and Talk Podcast. Remember to go ahead and tap in with me because we are taking over for the 22 and the 23. And I want to thank you, um, Aisha, for having me on your platform. It was uh, it was great that we could both collaborate starting off the year on each other's platform. This was great. Whenever you need me again, just let me know. I'm a DM away. 
I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, and I want to say that I created a space for you to be vulnerable today, or at least to, you know, just express how you feel. So I thank you so much for just letting me in just a little bit. Um, but once again, this is the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast. My name is Aisha Idea. Y'all already know that y'all can check us out on all social medias at Coffee Apple Juice, as well as on YouTube. Um, also, this episode is brought to you by Footage Boutique. So definitely tap in with them on Instagram. They have some of the hottest new pieces in this of the season. So ladies, if you guys are looking for uh, new items to add to your wardrobe, check out footageboutique.com. Victor, thank you so much. I really, I think you are one of the sweetest guys I've ever met. And I hate that guys like you get the bad end of the stick when it comes to dating. Um, that's something that I've noticed about you from when I was first on your platform. Um, you just come off real sweet, real genuine. And it's always those, the guys like that, they get that shitty end of the stick when it comes to dating or just dealing with women. And I really hate that for y'all. Um, but I feel like you're going to find your person one day and she's going to be everything that you need her to be for you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you as well for recognizing that as well. So it's like, and I hope you get yourself together. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I'm working on myself too. So we're going to find somebody that's just going to make us happy and we can have better conversations, you know? Right. Well, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, until next time, peace. What's up, you guys? It's Aisha D. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in to the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast. Make sure that you're right here with me every Wednesday where I'll give you new episodes where we're discussing any and everything involving the culture. Also, check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.